What is up, guys? Welcome back to yet again another episode of Out Front. Um, I believe this is episode 14. Wow, time does fly. <laughs> um, right now, as always, I am currently looking at the agenda. Let me just say it looks immaculate, phenomenal, beautiful, astronomical agenda for you guys today. Um, multiple interesting things, including new NBA champions, LA Lakers, um, people leaving New York. A Texas trip and fantasy week six starts and sits. So stick around, sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of Outfront. Welcome back, guys. We're back again. Episode 14, boys. That is correct. It, I, I hope it's correct because that's what it was. But. No, I'm looking at the agenda. This is episode 14. Honestly. Okay. Yeah, I, I did write that. that it's 14, title. Colin. Yes, we know it's 14. <laughs> Anyways, it's been, it's been a week. Again, always feels like two weeks. I've been school and It was NFL. only five days, actually. No, we filmed on Friday. No, but like this week, it started, oh, it started on um, Sunday. So it's been actually like six days. Okay, I'm so confused, but okay. <laughs> Anyways, There's nothing confusing about the days of the week, Colin. I didn't say I was confused about the days of the week. I'm just confused Colin, about what you were saying. Are you under the influence of something right now? Or? I'm not like Melvin Gordon. I don't, I don't, I don't do alcohol. Because I, I do. No, let's get oh. into it. No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I do not, uh, I take, I do, not <laughs> do any sort of anything except melatonin to help me sleep. Charlie's a melatonin addict. Okay, guys. Anyways, this again the teen thing. This just is obviously Charlie's segment. What are we talking about today? What's up, guys? I'm your co-host Charlie, and we I'm bringing you another ep- segment of teen things. Um, today's topic not really a teen thing, more of an all-around kid thing, more of a all right. Anyone who this is for anyone who's taking Zoom. Do you guys? think and i'm gonna ask this is more of like a rhetorical question do teachers teach better on zoom or in person or does it depend on the teacher colin your thoughts i mean it all really depends on the teacher honestly um i i mean because I, I had some teachers that didn't even use zoom i had like google meet and i was like mm-hmm. uh but i always i always think zoom i mean there's also microsoft teams uh i know some Schools use that as well, uh, but I'm a big fan of uh, Zoom. You can do a lot more breakout rooms, you know, uh, sharing screen uh, and all that type of stuff. I think it's like the best platform for learning. But I think the t- if the teacher does know what they're doing, uh, I think that can kind of in- impact. Yeah, class. no, I agree. Now, listen here. Uh, oh, with uh, and by the way, I'm not dissing any of my teachers. I'm just saying they could do better. Some of them. Um, specifically last year, I had one teacher, um, great guy, good, good. He, he had the right intentions. However, he didn't prevail. Um, good all around guy though. He, um, we would use something called canvas blue button. Um, so there were no cameras or anything. And in the class, he disabled the chat, disabled mics, disabled camera. So technically there was no other way to reach him during class besides emailing him, which he said he doesn't check emails during class, so there's no way to ask questions, which um, kind of grinded my gears a bit because I was a little annoyed. Um, 
it was really frustrating. And the reason for this was because in a class prior to ours, someone typed the whole McDonald's menu into the chat. So because of this, he disabled the chat for everyone. However, I don't think that was the proper solution. So examples like these are reasons why I think teachers need to kind of step up their game if they really want kids to learn. Because they say, well, why aren't you paying attention? Well, let me ask you, teacher, why aren't you doing a better job of teaching? Um, now, this does not apply to all teachers. And I'm not saying these are teachers at my school. I'm just saying, in general, I've seen um, and heard from people that their teachers are not doing a good job. So if you're a teacher out there and you're listening to this podcast, which I doubt is even happening, I really recommend you include some sort of fun aspect into teaching to keep kids engaged because uh, newsflash, kids don't stay focused 24-7, especially when they're in their bedrooms and they have their phone, video game, computer, whatever to access by just picking it up and going on it. So, yep, if you're a teacher and you want to have kids engaged, I really recommend you do something entertaining that's going to, for example, like Kahoot or a game that's going to keep kids engaged because if you're not doing that, then it's really hard to learn, just saying. Hello. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, that's all, that's all I have to say. Oh, well, I mean, that was a, a great learning experience for the, all of us. Teachers it's not even a teen thing. It's more just like a school thing. It's, well, it affects us teens, though. So, I mean, under, you could technically say teen. Children, everything. Children. You got to keep kids engaged somehow. I mean, that's a key part of uh, school if you want to keep those kids interested and it really helps you learn. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, the next up, fortunately, we have to talk about the Lakers on the NBA championship, which well, is, uh, I've already discussed. Unfortunately? I did say unfortunately because one, uh, they might not have won if this wasn't in the bubble. Well, Colin, remember last Friday how we, how we were saying um, who do we think is going to win? The, um, tonight for game, uh, I believe it was game five. It, it was game five, and he won. When we were, we were correct. Uh, yeah, and then I and then we said, then we I forgot what we said. I I don't think we talked about game six. And I I think I predicted, um, Duncan Robinson almost. I almost predicted the amount of threes he was gonna make. I yeah. said he'd make ten threes. He made seven. Close. Dude. I mean, it's close enough. Dude went off though. Dude I'm really yeah. I'm surprised the Heat took it to six games. I am. Yeah, but uh, unfortunately, the Lakers won. I've already discussed my views on this season, uh, on on NFL, like North American sports seasons. I know uh, Nene will not be happy about that because I've already declared that the Los Angeles Lakers only had 16 championships. And you guys know that once Colin declares it, it means it applies to everybody. It, 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 it is it is law. And it is, that means I'm going full Nathan Borchel, uh, fantasy football dictatorship. You know, we're and. I actually got to pull it up right here. Quote Colin Jones. I'm quoting Colin Jones. Um, <laughs> August 17th, um, Where you approximately 4.37 p.m. I'm never wrong. <laughs> I'm never wrong. Yeah. So um, he by said the, he heard it here. By the way, you, you'll never beat me in the debate. You're always wrong. There's, that's the mentality you got to have. You, you don't lose. Yeah, but yeah, I've, um, I've already I've already declared that even if the Patriots win the Super Bowl this year, which you know they probably won't, but if they do, they're, I'm still gonna say they have six because. Well, have- I think. Well, no, I I look. I understand your reasoning for M, for NBA, but NFL. I don't think there's any. Well, no, because if you, okay, if you look at uh, because we're seeing unforeseen circumstances like COVID, 
I mean, yes, COVID is a part of life, but this isn't part of the regular season. So why should it count as a regular championship? Like, like uh, against the Chiefs. I, I feel like I, NFL is more. I feel like the NFL is way more um, organized and the same. If I, if any of the sports have um, of all the sports, the major ones: basketball, hockey, baseball, football, and what else? Soccer. Soccer. No, I don't count that. Um, I mean, I mean, it's still North American, so it's just not a major one. No, no, not the MLS. I don't think they're doing anything. I, I'm just counting basketball, hockey, NHL, NBA, MLB, NFL. Those four. Out of those four, I feel the NFL hasn't changed, kept the same. And I mean, NHL. NHL was pretty. I mean, they're only different because they can't do a bubble. I mean, it's physically impossible. You can't have. I mean, you have what? Like you have sixteen I mean, it'd games. Be a, it'd be a big bubble. Yeah, but we're going to find 16 NFL stadiums unless you're going to have like four. You need like four NFL. Oh, oh, I didn't even count. Take that into consideration. You have to, yeah, you have 32 teams that, you know, how many are like four of them are playing on Thursday. Four of them, two will play on Thursday, two play on Monday. And then you have the rest of, so 30 or probably like 26 because four are on bye weeks. Wow. That's, 26, that's a lot of games. 13 games to play on and the one day. And stuff. Oh, wow. I didn't oh. take that into consideration. They all play on the same day. Yeah. and Unless they did it differently. Unless, but, um, unless, and that's a lot of scheduling changes. And you're going to have, you could have like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but then you're also interfering with college football. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Think, and the college football, that they probably have to have a bubble too. And that's just. And, and then, and then you also have to account for the fact you need training facilities for every team. You need all these things. And I think it's just too much. Like basketball, you only need, you can make makeshift court in a, like a ballroom. You can't do that for a football a football field. So yeah. So um, I don't know the NFL. I feel like this this year counts. I I, I just declared that all. This is just my view. I just think not not nothing. No, a more nah. Okay, I can't talk. I think okay. hockey that was based off pure skill too. Yeah, I feel like but, that counts. But. Like, again, we're seeing unforeseen circumstances. Do you think Tuka Rask? This is just my team. I'm bringing up my team example. Well, he got injured, though. No, he didn't. He opted out. Oh, did he? He opted out uh, in midway. Well, why, why did he opt out? COVID-19. Oh, because of COVID? Yeah, he wouldn't have done it if there was no COVID. We probably would have done way better. We, lo- we lost. No, we lost, we lost an I all-star look, I goal. Feel like, I feel like you would have kept the scores closer, but Tampa was so good. Oh, no, we definitely would have. I think Tampa could have probably beat us in seven games. I don't think you would have lost, like, seven. No. Oh, not f- we wouldn't have lost four to one and losing seven one. What was the games. series? It was six games, right? Yeah, no, five games. We lost in five games. I feel like it still would have been five or six, though. Tampa was just... just... No, I would have said we'd take him to seven. Um, mm. Because, dude, we had... I don't know. We were getting killed. Our backup goalie was getting killed. Yeah, but... To be honest, their offense was just unbeatable this year. Yeah, but we did have the. I give it score. six games, maybe. I don't. Know if you get home home advantage, maybe because well, of like the fans and stuff. Well, there's no home advantage. That's another factor. There's no home advantage. They were just playing. Technically, all the Canadian teams had home advantage. <laughs> Technically, yes. We played the bubbles were in Edmonton and Toronto, and then they both came together to play, and I think Edmonton. But- but yeah, uh, back to the Lakers. Yeah, they did win. They beat the the Heat in six games. Uh, unsurprisingly, most teams, uh, well, most people really expected the Lakers to win. They just had too much offensive firepower, and defensively, they could shut down the Heat. They shut down Jimmy Butler. 
in one game. Uh, so I'm not surprised. You know, congrats to them. They still won the championship, but to me, it's not like they 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 there. There's a lot more. Like this is one of the scenarios I brought up. What if we uh, the regular season Kemba Walker never healed for the five months? What if the Raptors ended up beating us and they beat then they go when beat the Heat and they go beat the Lakers? Like like that's a that's a circumstance that could have happened. Wouldn't you agree, Charlie? A lot of things could have happened. Um, no, I'm not saying it didn't alter it. Um, and that's what I'm saying. It's altered in a way that it shouldn't have been. Yeah, but like if you, yeah, I mean, like, look, anything can happen. Like, who knows? I just, I just, I just think it's not. I, I just think it's not. There's, I think, yeah, you won a championship, cool, but it really shouldn't count. I know you. I mean, it's, it's worth something, but it's not worth as much as the other ones. I, I, I get your reasoning. Um, however, like, I don't think it works for um, NFL. Yeah, NFL's debatable because... NFL's more... Like, look, I get basketball. Look, I get it. The bubble. Get, there's no home court advantage anymore. It's um, it's like all the kind of like the same, I could say. But yeah. um, the bu- NBA was very, very different. Yeah. Even watching, you could tell it was different. Yeah, like I, I get what you're saying. Like the 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 actual game is very different because you know crowds actually always play a, a, an effect on that on on the game, and and also, but I get what you're saying about the NFL, and you know the game really hasn't changed. There's uh, nothing that's really it's like the same because now fans are coming back. But the reason I said it was different only because like again, what if I'm gonna bring up my team because this is what I know the best. I'm most educated on. What if Cam Newton never got, you know, COVID? Or what if Patrick Mahomes got COVID from Stefan Gilmore? You know, how much are you going to start Matt Moore? Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, well, no, that's... As from personal experience, I know starting Matt Moore is never the answer. Well, I mean, I mean, last year he did pretty good. No, when he was on the Dolphins, that was not... Well, on the, on the Dolphins, he was just regular Matt Moore. When he's on the Chiefs, he's better Matt Moore. He's more. <laughs> yeah, he's more. Um... Yeah, big. A lot of things happened in the NFL this week, and still are happening. A lot of, lot of interesting things. Um, uh, I think we're first definitely talk about one of the biggest injuries we've seen so far this year. Dak Prescott had a mm-hmm. compound fracture, and I think he dislocated his ankle. I'd say Where, this is almost worse. I'd still think Saquon Barkley, um, his injury is pretty bad, but I'm gonna say Dak Prescott had oh. the most painful injury. No, I think it's the worst, dude. That you know how much re- like his his bone is completely like his ankle is just it. It literally reminded me of when I watched the Gordon Hayward game the first time he played with us and he broke his ankle. Oh Against my! Against Cleveland game yeah. one when he was yep. with, when LeBron was still with the, uh, first, the Cavs. Yeah, the, I remember that game too. I was watching. You could hear his bone crack on um, um on a. And if you watch the the Cowboys game, you could see his ankle was not his foot was not in the right place and it, it was like turned odd. It was just nasty. Colin, I do have to say you were right when we, we were saying if it was leg or ankle, it was an ankle injury. Yeah, no, no. I only know because experience I've seen, like I saw this I'm, you, and you too is like, I was like, Oh my God, it's like going Hayward. I was, the- I was basing it off the replay. I was just looking and it looked like it was his leg, but apparently it was lower. I looked at it zoomed in. Yeah, it was, it was terrible to look at. I did not. I mean, it looked fine after. I love how Tony Romo, I hope it's just a cramp. I'm like, what? Tony, yeah, well, t- 
You, you see Tony Romo. Tony Romo has just been signed to a one-year contract. And Tony Romo, oh, he's suiting up. He's running out on the field. And he's looking Romo. at him. What are you doing, Tony? <laughs> I know. You're too old. Oh, God. But, yeah. Um, Patriots COVID outbreak is kind of continuing. We had two, uh, two more cases. Uh, added COVID, uh, Cam and Gilmore were back, but um, two more cases. One was a backup center. Was actually starting center because our regular starters out, but uh, tight. It's I was dude. watching the injury again. Oh, yeah, it was bad. And I then it's just so cringing to like watch. And then, uh, one of the biggest moves happened yesterday. The Jets uh, released Le'Veon Bell, and then he signed with the Chiefs. That was a smart move by Bell. No offense to the Dolphins, but he obviously wants a ring. And the Chiefs are the place to go if he wants that. So uh-huh, that is true. Um and Charlie and I didn't make a fantasy trade. We'll talk about that later. And let you guys be the judge of that. But anyways, we're gonna bring on our fantasy expert Nathan Borchell to talk about his trip to Texas to go see the Houston Astros game in the ALCS. Sorry, that's like the sound of like a bell, like Le'Veon Bell. So Nathan, how was your your trip to Houston? Uh it was it was good. It was uh it was Dallas, but yeah, that's what I was oh, about to sorry, say. Dallas. <laughs> yeah. I, t- I I I thought the Houston Astros. My bad. I thought it was Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Um, who was playing? Good. It was the Dodgers, Los Angeles Dodgers versus the Atlanta Braves. Wait, why in Dallas? Oh, I thought you saw the Astros game. No, Astros are playing in San Diego. Wait, what? Why? Oh, so okay. the MLB has made a bubble-like thing. Oh, they have a bubble too. I thought they were for the playoffs only. Oh, oh, they put national the National yeah. League in Dallas and the uh, American League yeah. in San Diego. Correct. Oh, World thought... Series will be in Dallas. Uh, okay. We got the Dodgers oh. though. Gosh darn it! I'm I'm not mad. I'm I'm fine with them losing. I just want uh, a second series. I'm a little confused. Guys, for baseball, can you guys clear something up for me? So, so I thought it was a five-game series. Well, I, I didn't thought realize it was seven. The Braves won last night. It was over. They did, but this is, Nathan saw the game before, right? Yes, I saw a game. I I was in person game three, but I was in Dallas for games one through three. So the Dodgers have to come back. Yeah, tonight's a must-win, or they go home. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, this. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, they had a really big blowout in the game. What, what was it? Game, game f- three. Game three was game a big three, blowout. They, they put up eleven runs in the in first the first inning. inning. Yeah, I Broke saw that. The record for most runs in a playoff inning. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Right now, was, it's looking like Tampa, Atlanta. Huh? Tampa's Tampa's yeah. got to win this game. This is a big game. For both teams, though. They're up 1-0 currently. Dodgers tonight uh, at 6.08 p.m. But one, one Who's thing winning? I, so, the one thing I want to say is that, you know, after going to the game, I really do think that um, throughout the whole country, this is how they should handle sports with the minimized fans, um, socially distanced, because personally – Especially when it's an outdoor stadium, I felt it was perfectly fine. Um, and then I, was there I, a lot of people there? What? A lot of people there? 
So the stadium holds like I think maybe forty thousand, and so there were probably ten thousand in in capacity. Oh, that's cool. That's nice. Um, do you get like a hot dog or anything? Or I got. I got a cheeseburger. That's what I got. Okay. And um, we actually had a question from Gene Ascar. Who did you go with? I went with my cousins. Okay. He really wanted to know. <laughs> well, uh, I, hope, I hope the game was fun. Oh, oh. Talking about the, uh, the Californian Texas stereotypes that we wanted to discuss. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was just mentioning how, like, in California, we, I think a lot of people or society just thinks of Texas as these, Texans as these, like, these people that they just don't care about, um, you know, relating specifically to COVID-19. No masks, things like that. Yippee-ki-yay, mother truckers. And uh, I found that I don't know that that was entirely true. Um, mm-hmm. The only real thing difference that they do than what we do here in LA is that whenever they're outside, masks definitely go off, no matter what, like how many people, if it's a crowd or not, they definitely do not wear masks when outside. Yeah, I see that in a lot in other states like Arizona. I I do know that they're not like they're kind of like Texas where they, you know, they'll they'll oblige to the masks. Yeah, um, but once they're outside, it's like whatever, you know. Why do I need yeah. a mask? Cause, like, take it off. I I must I do must say though I think that might just be Dallas because I have like friends and my grandma's boyfriend who lives in Texas. He lives about an hour north, and from hearing both of what she said and what he said, like it's everyone's just kind of like it's like what the stereotypes say. So I think it might just There's be no masks. No masks. Um, even some stores, like you don't have to wear a mask. If like the cashier's not wearing a mask, you don't have to wear a mask. Um, most restaurants they will have masks, but some don't. Um, it's very like the stereotypes say. So I think it might just be certain cities. Yeah, maybe. Cause um, it's like in this place called I think Grapeville, Grapeview, Grapevine. I think Grapevine maybe. And it's like very like just lakes everywhere. Like like there's this like lake area and then like people just like run around and stuff. Well, yeah, I mean that to me, I think that's totally the case when you get into like small towns. Um, yeah, yeah. When there's only like a population of five thousand people. I don't think math masks even exist there. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not a thing. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with that, but. I just noticed this in in Dallas specifically. The major cities. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at the population of Great Point. So, ooh, it's high. It's like 54,000. What's Dallas? Like a million or something? Yeah, probably a little more, I would guess. Two million? 1.3 million. Nice. Radical. Um, yeah, sounds cool. Um, so overall, good trip, ain't it? Yeah, it was a good trip. How was the flight? The plane, the plane thing is a little odd to me. That's scary. But like COVID-wise, it's a little weird. Yeah. Do they like pat you down still or? No, they didn't pat anyone down. But like no one, there was no like, you know, middle seat open. Like it was fully packed. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone just wears a mask. Yeah. Do they still hand out like peanuts and like stuff? 
They so, don't. What? They wow. don't do like they give you they give you a plastic bag the moment you enter the plane and it has like, you know, their cookie thing and then like a water bottle and a wipe. So that's like what my grandma gives me like for lunch, like a little baggie of bananas and stuff. Yeah, no bananas. But... Oh. oh my. <laughs> well, I, got, I get bananas. On the plane, my go-to snack, I'd say, is like water, Gatorade, beef jerky, and a sandwich, pizza, pretzels. Well, I'll the trip is wings. good. Grapes. Um, you guys want to move on to Yeah, we should move on to fantasy football. Obviously, it's week six. Um, before we get to start and sit, though, I did want to talk about this trade. Uh, I want to see what, you know, really talk about in depth what uh, how good this trade was for the both of us. This is our trade? Yes, the trade that we oh. accepted yesterday afternoon. So no, I think... So you can go. You can go. Well, I'm just gonna just explain what the trade was, and then you can. Uh, so it's basically, like gamble. It was more of a gamble for you, if I'm being completely honest. Um. Oh, for for me, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I was gonna say for me, it's a very it's a solid it's, trade. For you're, me. you're set. Um, it was a good trade. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, there's another. Oh wait, is this? Oh, I saw you. You did accept that trade. Okay. Which one? Uh, yeah, with Nathan. Um, I did. But we will talk about our trade, and then we can talk about yours if you want. Um, so Charlie sent me this trade. He texted me, you know, send you a trade, and I was like, okay. Usually, Charlie doesn't usually send me trades. It's usually the other way around. I think is safe to say. Yeah. Um. I like to wait for people to send me trades. Yeah. So he sends me this trade, and it's originally. You know, James Robinson and Demir, Demir, uh, Damian Harris for living on Bell. And I was like, huh. You know, most people aren't going to be okay with that because they're going to think it's one-sided. I'm heavily benefiting from it. Mm-hmm. Um, we discussed well, it. Yeah, we discussed it a little bit. And so the trade ended up becoming pretty much just Robinson and Harris for Le'Veon Bell and Cam Akers. I think it's Akers for the Rams. Um, so we're just swapping running backs here. And uh, I think... Yeah, the exact trade was... Um... It was Damian Harris and James Robinson. Colin would receive them, those two guys. And I would receive Le'Veon Bell and Cam Akers. And I think it's kind of risky for Charlie because he's really betting on the fact that the Chiefs are going to go to Bell in the red zone to score those touchdowns. I think that's where his value is going to come in for the Chiefs. Um, But I think he's going to get the starting role later in the season. You know, obviously being Le'Veon Bell, he's an all-pro running back, so... I mean, I think his value is better later in the season. I think that's going to come in handy for Charlie. Yeah, and um, look, guys, when I saw this, like, this morning, like, um, I, you know, I actually saw, like, really early, I said something about Le'Veon Bell going to the Chiefs, Bills, or Dolphins. I didn't think it was true. But then I looked, and Colin sent me it later in the day, around 11, said this was happening. So I then thought about it. I'm like, you know what, I'm going to take this risk. Um they narrowed down to Dolphins, Chiefs. Those both both those teams. I was like, you know what? He's gonna perform well on both of those teams. Um, he'd probably do better on Miami because he'd be the the star running back there. Um, the Chiefs. He's now in that tandem duo with uh, what's his name? Alec Hilaire Alexander. Yeah, uh, Clyde Edwards-Solar. 
Clyde Edwards, hilarious. Now he's in that tandem duo, but I now I think he'll do good on the Chiefs. So I'm willing to take that risk to get Le'Veon. I mean, for me personally, looking at this trade, I had a really rough team. Um, I had Frank Gore and Damari Bird as my running back and flex. Um, so this kind of really benefits me right now because yeah. mm-hmm. I get Robinson as a running back. And I'll probably move Gore to flex, which is better than Bird. Um, oh, and Deontay Johnson from the Steelers just got declared out like earlier today. So it's kind of good for me because my opponent is going to lose him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, otherwise, I mean, I think it's a solid trade for both of us. I think you'll get what you're getting later in the season, obviously. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, oh, and you want to talk about your trade with Nathan? I'll let you guys talk about that. Yeah. Overall, though, Colin, it was, it was well done. Really a lot simpler, more simpler than I thought. And I think it's a very fair trade. We haven't heard anything about it from the league. So Yeah. I mean, I look, I know it's a gamble. Like, I know I'm, I'm – Colin's definitely benefiting out of it. And my, I'm getting, I'm getting the more immediate benefit. benefit. He's getting me a benefit. The- I'm getting a possible late benefit. Yeah, you're you're gambling on the you're hoping that he's going to start performing mm-hmm. later in the season when he gets more familiar with the Chiefs. I yeah. think the the one thing, not not necessarily about the trade, but just like the whole impact of signing Levy onto the Chiefs. I think what it really does it just it hurts Hilaire really badly. Oh um, yeah, yeah. He is not a top ten running back in fantasy anymore. Um, yeah, because he's going to lose all those touchdown opportunities that he originally had. There, yeah. I think. I think right now, I would say Hilaire, just for this week specifically, is probably the better running back right now for fantasy. Well, well he, he can't, he can't start. He can't start. Yeah, because of COVID. Because uh, COVID protocols, you have to be like quarantined five days, and he's not going to be able to uh, be. He's Le'Veon not be able to get to the out? team. Yeah, Le'Veon can't play for so, five days. So, I'm in general the first game, um, maybe the first maybe two three weeks. I think Claire is going to get much of the bulk just because Bell's going to have to get the offense, um, you know, learn the playbook, things like that. Yeah, I think his his um, his value is going to slowly diminish as Bell gets and, more and, familiar. And then eventually, especially when you get into fantasy playoffs, I think it's just going to be more of like a a really like a true split kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you could see something similar to like the Nick Chubb cream hunt where both were putting up 20 points every week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, just something kind of interesting. I'm just curious. Um, what do you, I don't know if you, what you guys think about this, as we know, the jets, not the best franchise right now. Um, a lot of questionable decisions really seem to bother Le'Veon Bell because he narrowed his top three teams down to Miami, Buffalo, and Kansas City. And coincidentally, the Jets' next three games are against Miami, Buffalo, and Kansas City. Wow. Yeah. Um, what do you have to say about that? What are your feelings? Colin? Sorry, my, the, not my internet went all weird. Okay, um, want me to say it again? Yes, please. Uh, okay, so as we know, Le'Veon Bell had problems with the Jets. Yep. They released them. Not Jets aren't the best franchise at the moment. Um, a lot of people are mad with them. Fans, Le'Veon Bell, Sam Darnold. I think a lot of other people are too. Um, Le'Veon, when he left, he narrowed his th- three teams 
down to Miami, Buffalo, and Kansas City. Okay. It happens to be so that the Jets' upcoming schedule is against Miami, Buffalo, and Kansas City. And your point is? Do you think this was on purpose? No. It just happened to be... I think uh, I just think Miami wise, you know, you said he's cl- he lives there, and he's obviously going to have an automatic starting role over Miles Kaskin and Matt Breida. Uh, Bill, the day. Bills, I'm still kind of confused because I don't know who would, would want to go. I mean, yes, they have Diggs, but honestly, looking, I don't think they're going to win that division. Um, I maybe maybe because he wanted to like be in the same division as the Jets or something. I don't know. I mean, personally, I think the Chiefs are probably the best spot to you know yes he's not going to have the production he usually does splitting with Hilar um or Hilaire but I think that's the best spot for him to he's going to get a big contract after this obviously especially if he wins uh, a Super Bowl with that team right now his contract with the Jets the one year I don't think it's that I'm sorry the Chiefs I don't think it's that much because yeah but he's still he's oh you could say sorry they're they don't have the most cap space um Right now, um, so yeah. Well, I mean, keep in mind, Chiefs just spent a first-round pick on Hilaire. He's not going anywhere in terms of future years. Who Hilaire? Yeah, yeah no, he's they, staying in Kansas City, and he's there oh oh years. yeah. If anything, I think Le'Veon wanted Kansas more than Kansas wanted Le'Veon. Yeah, but um, I did remember reading last night that there was a uh, what is it called a. There is a clause in uh, the Jets uh, in Bell's previous contract with the Jets that basically says if you know we release you and you go sign with someone else, your new team will have to pay part of your contract. It's called an offset clause. So the Chiefs right. will have to pay some of the contract that he had with the Jets because there was still like six million guaranteed. Didn't the Jets like not pay him? Or no, something? they ha- they don't ha- they have to pay him. It's guaranteed money. Mm, yeah. They only have to pay the parts that's guaranteed. They don't have to pay the rest because none of it's guaranteed. Watch him sue the Jets. <laughs> um, I think he would have. Um, I like the teams he narrowed it down to. I don't know. I, I'm confused why Buffalo as well. I like looked it up. Their offensive line isn't that great, so it's not like that's a reason. Um, they are good, but I don't think they're like Chiefs good. I understand the Dolphins because one, he lives there, trains there, and everything. His family's down there, and also they would give him a lot of money. Um, and he's going to be the to top guy. Him. And he's the number one guy. You get producti- productivity, and they try to extend the contract, I assume. Um, and then the Chiefs, that just makes sense because the ring. He wants the ring. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, interesting choices. But, again, a little weird that the upcoming Jets schedule is Miami, Buffalo, Kansas City. Yeah, that is very interesting. Um, it's revenge tour. <laughs> yeah, indeed it is. All right, let's talk about the trade with me and Nathan. Yeah, let's get to that. Um, so you guys can talk about that. It's not my trade up. Mike, um, Mike Williams and Emmanuel Sanders for Tyler Boyd. That's the trade. I offered Nathan another one, but he declined it. Yeah, I didn't like the other one. You didn't like it? No. It was uh, Miles Sanders and uh, Tyler. No, it was Miles Sanders. It, it, and, no. Miles Sanders and Christian Kirk. Yes, yes. For Devontae Freeman and Robinson? Yes. Alan Robinson. 
And can I ask why you did not like it? I just I being a Bears fan, I can't. Oh, it's he's my cool. he's my wide receiver one, and I'm not gonna get rid of him. Okay, I understand. Um, so Nate, the current trade right now, which well, I accepted it. I when calling it a certain trade. I'm giving Nathan receives Tyler Boyd, and I receive Emmanuel Sanders and Mike Williams. So, Mike Williams just came off a 27 point game. Is that what it was? 20, yeah, yeah. 28, 28 point week. Um, he's had he's had injuries a couple a uh, couple weeks, um, and then some weeks he looks like a superstar, and some weeks he just doesn't. He disappears. Um, and for me personally, I think, I mean, it's upside. We obviously saw it. It's huge. Um, I just thought it's, I, th- I think it's frustrating because you don't know when to start him and when to not. It's a game. Yeah. Because um, yeah. he's going to give you 30 or he's going to give you your nice five points. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was my reason. Um, but I think, I think he has value. Um, keep in mind. Keenan Allen had back spasms during the last game, so we'll see how that goes. Cramps or something? Back spasms? Back spasms. Keenan Allen. That, that's all it says? Yeah. All right. That's cool. Um, and then oh, Emmanuel Sanders has been a beast this year. Yep. The one – when I first got him, though, um, he had, like, two points, and I was really annoyed because, um, like, the first week I got him, the first yes. week he, he got – I actually like, – I picked him up on waivers because the guy dropped him after week two. Yeah, I know. That was smart. I would have done the same. Um, but, yeah, he's been playing really well. That's why – that's kind of the reason I'm accepting this trade. Um, so, yeah. Well, um, I just want to talk about one thing about fantasy, and then we can get into start and sit. Uh, I'm kind of tired of – and we've we've talked about this in our, our – you know, we've texted about this. I'm tired of, you know, these weak rentals. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Dude, like, this is <laughs> the stupidest concept the I have rentals. ever heard of. The weak what? rentals should not exist. In well, wait, wait, wait. It, I, it defeats the purpose of fantasy. It really I, does. I, I understand if it's, if it's not when you're saying, oh, well, I don't need to play this guy one week so you can have him. I don't like that. But there's also, like, another thing where it's, like, um, if you want to say, hey, I think that this guy's going to do better against this team on this week, you want to trade. Here's my problem with it. I think that – I think there's definitely some skill in fantasy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a huge part of that, of managing a team, is being able to manage your team with bye weeks and everything. Yeah. And be able to get through the full season – Mm-hmm. being smart and considering yeah. when your players are going to play and when you're not going to play. And you so need to identify these, waiver wires and all that. Right, right. And when you have these weak rentals, it's, it takes it out of the strategy. The purpose and like skill part of mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Of fantasy. And what so what we're seeing though is basically what's happening is In our people league. who are not being started but still have really good value just because maybe they're like a you know fourth receiver on someone's team just because they're really deep at receiver Mm -hmm. but should be a starter on someone else's team we're seeing that 
people are asking for that player since they're not going to play it. And then for, for example, trade it. Uh, a week ago, I had on my team Joe Mixon, the Jaguars running back Robinson, Miles Sanders, and Antonio Robinson. And I was asked by someone if I could lend him <laughs> um, Mixon, and, Mixon and someone else since I wouldn't be playing them. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna lend him to you. Was it by the same people who are doing uh, it? I don't know who are doing it. Oh, interesting. Is it W? Is it W? And it's W and P A P. The second one is the one who asked. Uh huh. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I was like, I don't think you can. I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not renting you him. Right. It just not it doesn't exist. It's not a thing. Yeah, I don't I don't see, you know, last year I don't see oh Teddy Bridgewater has been traded to the uh and then traded back. It's not a thing. Yeah, no, it it's it just it's not like oh Patrick Mahomes was traded to the uh it's Dolphins a- this week to play for the Dolphins for one week. He will be headed right. back to Kansas City next week. Wait, I have a quick question, I'm very off topic. How come the 49ers Oh, never mind. Never mind. Sorry, he answered a simple question. Forget it. I answered my question myself. But yeah, I'm just I'm tired of the uh, the week the week week tra- trades. We know we're Nathan. You've agreed to we're doing we're not doing this anymore in that league. Yeah, I've, yeah, it will not be. It is the stupidest concept I've ever heard of, and yeah. I would I would be really pushing for it if it affected me. For me, it's just like okay, you know, this is the last week and then we're shutting down. But if it affected me, I would be like, this isn't happening. Yeah. Because that's just it's it's ridiculous, um, but yeah, let's get into uh, starting like sit for this week. Almost. What? It's like funny almost. Okay. Oh, I thought it said something else. I was like, oh no, Charlie. No, I did not say that. All right, buddy. Well, Nathan, obviously your job is to tell us who to play this week. So, who's your starting sets for this week? Uh we got a good one this week. Oh. Oh, do we? Good lineup. My starts you tell. this week. Here we go. And these, uh, I, I'm changing up a little bit. It's more of who I really think are going to be undervalued for this week, and but should be definitely played, um, not even considered. I think they definitely should be lineups. Um, for quarterback specifically, I really think that Cam Newton is a start this week. Oh, yeah, I've already put him in. He's, um, I think his automatic start. I don't play Denver. That he's been out for a week. I don't care at all. He's going to be the same. Uh-huh. Um, he's going to get his rushing yards. He's going to get his rushing touchdown. And he's going to give you 25 points. It's going to happen. He's a guy you got to start. Um, and, of course, just like always, almost for the rest of the season, Kareem Hunt, guaranteed start. Um, and another one I like is Miles Gaskin in Miami against the Jets. Automatic start. He's going to have a big game, I think. Um, uh, Another Miami player, Mm -hmm. Monte Parker. I think that this game is going to be probably – I think it's going to be closer, the Miami Jets game, than people think. Um, I think it will be a a decently high-scoring game. Um, and I think it's a great week to, if you want to put like Preston Williams at your flex, Gesicki, uh, Parker and Gaskin, I think it's time to play them. Thoughts on Tannehill that game? I mean, not Tannehill, what's his name? Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. I think Fitzpatrick, 
Um, that's something that I think we learned in week five against the Niners. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is a starting fantasy quarterback every single week until he's benched by Tua. Um, I personally, I, I mean, agree. I mean, okay, so he's, he's climbing six right now. Yeah. Okay, this is my only problem with him. I think he's obviously a start in most leagues. In most leagues, the only problem I have is kind of boomer bust. He's had. I mean, he's had. Uh, a, he, not really. The only. I, I agree. I know. Previously, previous years, he has. But this yeah. year, I think he's been pretty consistent. He's every game except the first game against New England. Um, he's gone over twenty points in fantasy. So. Okay, so the only yeah, well, obviously New England. I trust him personally. I think he's I think he's good to go. I think so too, but it's just the interceptions can kind of get out of hand sometimes. And he gets the stupid rushing yards. That's that's a big thing that he gets. I think he that's where he loves to run. He enjoys yes. it. He gets a crazy smile on his face. He looks like <laughs> psycho. It's like he, he like, wants to get hit really hard. And like I've seen like linebackers back off of him when he's running. Like they look they get confused because he like looks at them, his eyes get big, and he sticks his tongue out and he like starts like giggling as he's running. I mean, last week in San Francisco he had three passing touchdowns. Um, yeah, but but if you but if you look against like a really bad Seattle secondary, he threw two picks, no touchdowns. Still had and and but his it, most of his points came from rushing 47 Correct. yards and a touchdown. And that's why he's a multi. Correct. Um, for fantasy, I just I just think for fantasy, he's a starter. I think he's going to give you the points that you want. Do Do you know who I think is kind of a risky start that might not be the best start this week? Who? Josh Allen. Why? He's playing the Chiefs. That's a really tough secondary, and oh, you're Josh playing Allen. you're playing Mahomes. And that guy, you got to keep up with Mahomes, and they're going to be throwing that ball. And I just think Allen, I just, I don't think he can keep up, and I think he's going to make mistakes. Wait, Josh. So, so you think under twenty? I think under twenty. Again, but like when you say keeping up with Mahomes, it's not like because they have to playing against him. Like no, no, I'm saying because Mahomes, you know, Chiefs highly powerful offense. And they're gonna yeah. score pretty much every every drive. They don't really punt a lot. Now, do you think do you think the Bills are gonna be able to keep up? Because I don't. Um, it's gonna be a high scoring game. I really do. Yeah. I I I, I think the I, Chiefs will win. But I, I like the Bills. Um, I think we saw last week though that what we really saw was that the Titans are legit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which uh, really bothers me. That the Bills really aren't like. On it, go before that game. Honestly, Bills were like a super high, like Super Bowl potential winner. Before yeah, I, that game. If I, if like if they were able to easily run over Tennessee, that would have been that would have been really impressive. Yeah, um, but they got but they run didn't over do that, and so to me, I see them now just as a just a playoff team that maybe wins one game, but I don't see them making a run. But that's that's why I'm kind of uncertain because i think he's gonna he's gonna make mistakes because if you look at the uh, tennessee game they had to catch up they were highly you know the tennessee ran them over and they were trying to play catch up and he was making mistakes he threw two touchdowns but he also threw two picks um and he only rushed for 18 yards so i mean 
not the best option. Uh, he's kind of been slowed down the past couple of games. So, yeah. That's and, my and remember, Kansas City's coming off a loss. So, this is a game that they can't be losing necessarily. I think they're going to be mad, though, about the loss. And then they're going to come out strong. So, let's move to uh, sit. Sit. Uh, uh, well, that Allen was the first sit, possibly. Right. And I'll follow up with a quarterback, another quarterback. Um, and it's and it's it's probably an obvious one, but it's Carson Wentz against Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, um, I have to agree on that one. Even it's not even this game though. It's almost like going forward. I don't know that I feel comfortable playing Carson Wentz until he proves something. I agree. Yeah. This Eagles offense, the whole team is just not. It's not good. And we see that when Carson Wentz is able to get his 20 points, it's all because he got like a rushing touchdown or something, you know? Yeah, looking at his only his two 20-point performances, he had a rushing touchdown. Uh, like even with a rushing touchdown against the Rams, he only had 12 points. That's, that's just how bad he was. Yeah, I mean, he right now he's averaging 17. He's projected this week for 15 that's pretty and I bad. think I think that's probably about right. Yeah, I know, but yeah, looking at his stats, yeah, I, I mean that makes sense. Uh against Cincinnati, his you know, his best performance, 21 and a half points. He had 65 yards. So basically half of his more than half of his points came from came from running. That's not good. Um but yeah, I think I think this offense has just really been inept, it is not it's nowhere. I just don't think it's good receivers they've got none Zach Ertz is not a superstar I mean he's still the top guy but he's not nothing big oh wait I'm sorry did I say he's not against Pittsburgh he's against Ravens Baltimore. still bad though still that's bad still ter- that's even worse to me yeah still bad match. it's even worse still bad match. um I do have no I think this is a some people might disagree on my sit this week I think Tom Brady is a sit I think he's a sit are they against Green, Green Bay, Bay. Yeah, I really, I'm not even joking. I, I can see Green Bay just like demolishing them. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that this is a good matchup for the Bucks. I don't think this is a good matchup Green for Brady. Bay, I think is going to run over them. Yeah, um, I wouldn't. Be it's going to be a blowout. It's going to be a blowout. Um, should we move into more like flex guy, like running back, receiver, tight ends? Yeah, um, we really so talked about staying that, with so. the. Eagles, Ravens. Another guy that I really don't like this week is Marquise Brown, just because he has a matchup with not that Eagles secondary is good, but he's going to be matched up with Darius Slay. And yeah. I think Darius Slay is going to be able to handle him. Now, honestly, that what that me- really means is I think Andrews will probably have a big game. Um, yeah. And I, I think I have another sit for receiver, um, Jerry Judy. Yeah, uh, Gilmore is back now, and you're facing an All-Pro and Defensive Player of the Year, dude. And Gilmore's he knows what he's doing, and we run a lot of man. I think he's going to shut him down. Does does that game to you seem like a possible upset? The Broncos Patriots? Yes. No. I no. don't know. To me, it does not seem like a safe pick. Just because. You think Drew Locke's going to make that much of a difference? No, it's not the Broncos. I think the Broncos are going to be very – I think you know what you're going to get from the Broncos. But uh, the Patriots scare me a little bit 
just because of how the defense might play. I mean, I'm pretty confident. We, in, we held Patrick Mahomes to six points in the first half. Melvin Gordon is out. Yeah, uh, that's a big thing for us. I don't think Lindsey's back. He's a, he was arrested this week. Uh, I think it's more because of uh, illness, though. Um, I just I think our secondary is they're gonna have to pass the ball more this week with Gordon. Is Lindsey back? Yeah, Lindsey will be playing this week. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, after seeing how we played against the Chiefs, yes, we slum scored twenty six points, but that was the Chiefs' worst offensive performance of the year. And right now, we're fourth in the defensive wise in the league. So I'm pretty confident. What time? What time is that game at? I think it's in the afternoon. Uh-huh. If I remember correctly, it is in the afternoon for us. It is 10 a.m. Pacific time, so it's going to be one in the after. Uh, well, it's only going to be yeah one. It's in New England, so it's going to be at one uh, for them. And finishing up our start and sit. This is more just it, like things I learned off of last week. Um, first, what we saw is that Justin Jackson, which we predicted. Uh, is definitely the running back in LA rather than uh, when Eckler's out and it's not Joshua Kelly. Yeah, I th- I just think, I mean, Kelly, I feel like he did, he got a lot less, uh, more opportunities with Eckler out. Unlike earlier in the season where Eckler was in, he got more opportunities. Um, yeah, I agree. And another guy who I think We'll start. We'll start seeing a trend. I think it's good to trade from now because his value will be the lowest. Is McCall Hardman? Um, Sammy Watkins is out. Um, yeah, and that, he is out. And I think that puts Hardman at the clear wide receiver too. Um, I I and- do have one more uh, waiver wire for or pickup before we get into Survivor, our last topic. I'd love I- to hear it. I think Frank Gore is a solid pickup for depth uh, with Bell out. I think he's are, actually a risky, a kind of a solid pick. Are they riding with Gore or are they riding I mean, with I don't th- I don't think they're riding with the rookie. I think they're going to go to Gore because he was still getting like 10 carries a game. Yeah. I, I think I think it's a safe pick in deeper leagues, obviously like 14, 16 person leagues. Uh, I think... It will be – I'm just looking it up really quick. I think that – I think it will be kind of split. Um, I think Gore is probably the starting running back. I just sure. think he's solid depth better than most yeah, running backs right now. I think both running backs you can consider with Lamickel Le- Perrine. Yeah, because if you – if you look when Bell was out, he gets 21, 15 carries. He's getting 10 plus carries when Bell's out, and now Bell's, right. gone. Bell's gone again. So he's the guy. He's the guy in New York, and I think he's better than, you know, like for me, it's, he's better than the Ernest Johnson and Cam Akers, who are. I, I must say, though, like, you know, it's bad when you have to say Frank Gore's the guy. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty bad. No disrespect to Frank Gore, but um, the dude's all. Talking about the Jets, let's move to our survivor picks. Survivor pick with the Jets versus Miami being the favorite this week. I'm curious you guys are doing that. I mean, that's the best option I had. As a Dolphins fan, like, let me just say, like, every game is unexpected. 
Like, I yeah, never know what's going to happen. You're, you're not wrong about that. Like, especially, at, like, look, late last year, it was, like, pretty, like, random. The first couple games were rocky. But um, later in the year, last, like, I'd say it's eight games, like, I was like, dude, how are, why did we win that? Like, I was very confused. I just – I think they're the best pick because I'm in the – I tried to save my other teams from more favorable matchups. Like, I'm – Honestly, the Saints, like, next week, they're kind of risky, but I'm going to have to change the Saints next week because I had them playing the Panthers, but the Panthers are playing really good, and I don't know yeah, if the Saints are the safest risky. pick. So I think – I get why you're saying the Dolphins-Jets game because of the Jets, though. Um, are they – is it safe? I don't know. Like, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it safe. I'd call it the most reasonable. Um, would you go that? Would you go that? Or would you go – or do you waste? Do you waste the Ravens against Ravens versus um, uh, Eagles? It's that that game would be literally just to get you past the week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, do you really trust? Or there's I mean, Titans. There's Titans versus Texans. You're you're still you're still left in your league, right? Yeah, I'm alive. Yeah. And how many people are alive? 72. And it started off 200? 350. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah. Um, what, what other week would you use the Ravens for? I'm using them week 16 against the Giants. I have them. I would just use them. You know, with them and the Chiefs, my plan is just I would use them when it gets down to, like, little amount of people and then just to move on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. The most Jets-Dolphins, that's probably be my go-to pick this week. But um, it still makes me nervous. It does. Um, it me nervous. If I were you guys – like, what I would do is I'd take Miami this week because there's no other really games where you'd want to use Miami later. Yeah, definitely um, not. Not at all. We have pretty hard upcoming schedule. So I think the, this is the week to take the Dolphins. However, you might want to hold your breath. Here's my only problem. I really don't think the Jets will go 1-16. I don't think they Oh, will. not at all. No. Like, look, the, last year the Dolphins were supposed to go 0-16. The Bengals were supposed right. to go 0-16. Right. They Dolphins won five games. It's not going to happen. I don't think game. it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know that, like, this Jets team is, like, worse than last year's Dolphins. I don't know that they are. Worse than that. Oh. I, I definitely think the Jets this year are worse than last year's Dolphins. Well, I mean, the Dolphins, last year's Dolphins. People were the comparing first... the Dolphins to Alabama. What do you mean? Oh, like would we would Alabama beat us? Yes. That was the first like four games. Though. Correct. No. Yeah, I I understand they had a completely I different mean. identity at the end of the season. Yeah, the first. You know what? Oh, I see what you're saying. Are the Jets like the Dolphins last year? Where they yeah, turn I around? just I don't know that. I think they're probably pretty similar. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. I don't know that. I just last year we didn't have a like, game, and when that happens, a lot of people are going to get out in Survivor Pool. What happened when? Whenever the Jets win. Yeah. 
They're going to knock out a lot of people in Survivor. Gonna, do you think there will be that one guy to take the Jets the week they win? I don't, I don't know. There probably will be. Keep in <laughs> mind, Joe Flacco will be starting, and he's 7-0 against the Jets, the, the Dolphins. Flacco's playing for the Jets? Yes. Wait, what happened to Darnold? Injured. He's, he's out. Joe Flacco's on the Jets? Yeah. Since yeah. when? Yeah, I think he got traded last year. What? Or he signed with them. I thought he, like, died. <laughs> oh. Joe Flacco, I've never – I haven't heard from him in, like – Yes, the Ravens, Super Bowl, yes. He was, like, on the Broncos two years ago or something, right? Yes. Now he's on the Jets? What? Yes. This is funny. 7-0 and <laughs> against the Dolphins. Yeah, but then again, he, he was playing the Dolphins with, like, a good Ravens Correct. team. Correct, with – an incredible Ravens team, right? Yeah, and now he's got the Jets. Now he's the Jets. And now he's old. Um, I do feel more comfortable, though, with him rather than Darnold. Yeah, he's solid. Um, it's like I feel more comfortable with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick than, like, Jay Cutler. Well, I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Um... I'd still take Miami to win that game. However, I think it's however you want to play. I'm more of a – I like to take risks when I if, need, like, these type of things. If Miami loses this week, I will become the biggest Miami Dolphins hater. Really? For the rest of my life. I couldn't agree uh, more. <laughs> and then again, I'm still kind of already there because – Well, I'm, I'm telling you guys now, like, it's not – a guarantee win. Oh, I understand it's not guaranteed, but it's still, uh, like I know it's still for like eighty-five percent chance of them winning. Oh, uh, I mean, to be honest, I don't think I think every game there's like a hundred percent chance of winning, hundred percent chance of losing. I know it's weird. I think every game it's like fifty-fifty. Honestly, I was gonna say a more accurate way is probably say fifty-fifty. Not no, it's a hundred percent. Well, because like not no team this year has like necessarily like destroyed us. Um, and yeah, no that's, team a, that's a first. Yeah, yeah, like the Patriots. Look, they won, but it was like only by 11 points. Buffalo won by a field goal. Like, that, if he missed that field goal, we probably would have won the game. Like, that just goes to show, like, the Seahawks. They had – they were definitely in control, but it was a little close. At Way the end, it got close. close. It should have been. Yeah, should not have been that close. And then the 49ers, well, that's, that's... That was a blowout. That was, I was, like, very happy in that bar. But, yeah, um, I mean, I think that's a solid way to end the episode, unless you guys have anything else. That's a very to solid way to end the episode, considering just, the time. Just quick update. Astros just took the lead. They're up 4-1. Game seven's looking like a big possibility. Um, and, and I did have one more update before we did, uh, did go. The Patriots game is currently still on track to be played, uh, even though there have been more COVID cases. So, um, yeah, otherwise, I mean, it's been a solid day today. Uh, <laughs> Jets are just imploding, uh, tanking for, for Trevor Lawrence, obviously. Oh, my gosh, dude. I'm telling you, I've been following Trevor Lawrence since, like, Elite 11, that, like, training camp thing, when he was, like, playing with Tua and stuff, like, just out of high school. That guy yeah. is special. He is special. Yes, he's good. He he's is very, 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 very good. No, he's he's huge, dude. He's, like, 6'7". Yeah. 
I don't but, know. Um, if he's that big, but he's good. Yeah, yeah he's, yeah. Six, he's like 6'6 or something. 6'7 six, or 6'6. Six, six. I or, think 6'5. Six, five. Going down, six, five, six, four. <laughs> five, Trevor five. Lawrence is 6'6. Six, six. Oh, that was it. He's a big boy. He is a big boy. But um, oh, I hope hair. you guys enjoyed. Hair. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he does. Goldilocks. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to like and subscribe. Right, Charlie? Right, smash Nathan. that notification button. Just smash wow. it. Wow. Make sure you go vote if you can. Um, do whatever you want to do to become successful. And no, don't don't vote. Don't vote. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you you know registering to vote, that's how they um get you to do jury duty. That's how they track you. I guess. No, I that's how, that. not. I guess that's how it is. Well, a lot of people like to vote, so yeah. A lot of people are going to jury duty. Anyways, um, check out our socials down below. Obviously, they're always linked down there. You know, check out our website, uh, social media, all that. Watch uh, our videos. If you guys would love to, like, you know, maybe come on the episode one time and interact with us, you know, we'll shoot pop- us a DM, email, comment down below. You know, DM our Instagram, Twitter, tw- you know, tag us, you know, whatever, do something. Uh, if you'd like to be part of the episode. If you um, don't like us, just don't cancel us. I mean, if you don't like us, well, I can't say it. I can't say it on the internet. I can't say it on YouTube. So I'm not going to say it. Uh, otherwise, I guess I'll see you guys next week on Sunday. See you guys. <laughs>